I'm here today to talk about Tamu 17. I know you're thinking, Tamu 17? <laughs> what is that? Listening. What is a Tamu's <laughs> to begin with? And why are there 17 of them? <laughs> so Tamu's is the name of the Hebrew month. And uh, the 17th day, so the 17th of Tamu's, is this Friday night through Saturday. This Sabbath is going to be Tamu 17. Is the day when the uh, Moses came down the mountain and smashed the Ten Commandments. And is also the... Uh, the breaching of the walls of both temples, 600 years apart. So it's a rather compelling. Now, there's other things that happen on this day, too, but those are probably the three most compelling things. And so I want to talk about this, the second one, the most recent one, just after the time of Jesus. And when God says something, he means it, for good or for bad. Uh, Deuteronomy 28 runs down the blessings and cursings. And the blessings part of that for obedience. Now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of Jehovah your God to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that Jehovah your God will set you high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you mm. because you obey the voice of Jehovah your God. I love that. I, yes. I, I like. I want him to be chasing me with blessings, mm. and that comes with obedience. And that obedience is is love. Yes, the love of him is responding to that love. Even loving the name of Jehovah. The curse is on disobedience. Now these are rough. You shall be driven mad because of the sight which your eyes see. And sometimes I feel like that's me because I look around me and go, that makes me mad. Uh, Jehovah will bring a nation against you from afar. A disobedient Israel would be attacked and conquered by a nation of fierce countenance, and they would fight until they've destroyed you. Jehovah will scatter you among all the peoples from one end of the earth to the other. So those are very specific, very distinct things. He said, I want you to know what's happening to you. You recognize it. So some of these curses on disobedience happened to them when Babylon conquered them and took them into exile in 586 B.C. But God brought them back 70 years later. They were able to rebuild the temple. Then, 600 years later, these curses came down on their heads again. Around 68 AD, the Romans finally had enough of their rebellions, so they laid siege to Jerusalem. The Jews of that day were so confident of the Messiah coming that their factions actually fought each other, burned each other's food, trying to be the most powerful group when the Messiah came. Of course, the Messiah had already come in, 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 in the time of Jesus, 30, 40 years before. Now, when the Roman general Vespasian came to Jerusalem, the Jewish factions were busy fighting each other. His staff urged him to attack immediately, but he knew that an attack would instantly unite the Jews, so he held back and he let them destroy each other for as long as possible. He said God was a better general than he, and that he was delivering the Jews into the hands of the Romans, that God was. Before Jerusalem was attacked, Vespasian became emperor, and he put his son Titus in charge of the attack. Christians in Jerusalem at the time heeded the words of Jesus in Luke 21 to flee Jerusalem when it was surrounded by armies because the days of vengeance were at hand. So the Christians weren't in Jerusalem at this point. But the streets were soon filled with bodies as it was a hot summer weather. Epidemics broke out. Hundreds of people were found dead every morning. Hunger became so great that many tried to escape the walls and forage for food. 500 or more were captured and crucified daily. One night alone, 5,000 were crucified. More than 600,000 died from starvation. When Titus saw that the Jews were weakened by hunger, he had his soldiers cut down all the trees in a 13-mile swath around Jerusalem in order to build a rampart for their assault and battered the Antonio Fortress. The defenders retreated behind the walls of the temple. On the 17th of Tammuz, this Saturday, the wall of the temple complex was breached. The temple, though, was still intact, and the battle would rage for three more weeks to the 9th of Av. 
The final group of zealots was put down in Masada three years later. And I'll tell you more about that in three weeks when I come back for the 9th of August. But in total, by the time they raised everything, one more than a million had died. 100,000 were captured, with most of the captives being shipped as slaves to Egypt. Now, remember that the curse? The promise of Deuteronomy 28, 68, tragically fulfilled. You shall be offered for sale to your enemies as male and female slaves, but no one will buy you. <laughs> this actually happened as too many Jewish slaves glutted the Egyptian slave market, and no one could buy all of the available slaves. So when mm. God pours it out, he does pour it out. And the reason we come, as I said from the very beginning, on a day like this, is this is not just to look back, you know, who wants to look at their worst days and go, oh, wow, great. We want to look back and we want to learn the lessons so the blessings overtake us and chase us and overtake us. We don't want to find that we're, we're living and making decisions that bring a curse upon our life. Mm. So that's one of those most significant reasons. Got two more things to tell you as we co-op, and I'll be back with those.